Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. You know what time it is. When you hear that sound, it's time for Frank's Power Play. Take it away, Frank. Start with some news from the Department of Player Safety. Minnesota Wild forward Kevin Fiala has been suspended three games for boarding LA Kings Matt Roy. This was announced yesterday. They had three game suspension handed out. That's the latest from there. Other news the Vegas Golden Knights and San Jose Sharks games next week have been postponed because of COVID 19. Four members of the Knights, including three coaches, were in protocol in their game against the Blues. That was supposed to be Thursday. was postponed. Oh, and so it's coaches that are... It hasn't really identified as to who has been an in-protocol. But, of course, when they lost to the Blues on Tuesday, they said that, that uh, GM Kelly McCrimmon coached the game, assisted by the staff of their... Uh, AHL affiliate in Henderson, Nevada. So the usual staff is Pete DeBoer, the head coach assistants, Ryan Craig, Ryan McGill, and Steve Spot, goaltending coach Mike Rosati, and video coach Tommy Cruz. So I'm not sure if these are guys who have tested positive or just came into contact with somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, well, of course, then San Jose has not been able to play at their home arena because in Santa Clara, California, yeah. Santa Clara County says you can't have sporting events, so they've had to play at Gila River Arena. Which is another political thing. Which is where the uh, Arizona Coyotes play. Oh, so they've got to go to Arizona, right? Yes. Okay. So that's what's happened there. Pretty late on the news. We'll give you a stat leader update as we're a few weeks into the season, almost at the end of January. In terms of scoring leaders right now, no surprise, Connor McDavid leads in points with 14, followed by Mitchell Marner and Leon Dreisaitl with 13, Andre Kopitar with 12, Nick Ehlers, Mark Stone, Quinn Hughes with 11 each, Bo Horvat, Nick Baxter, and Brad Marchand with 10 to round out the top 10. Leading the way in the goal scoring department, we've got a tie with six between Brock Besser, Lee Dreisaitl, Tyler Toffoli, Miko Rantanen, and Max Pacioretty. The following guys have five each. Bo Horvat, Mitchell Marner, Connor McDavid, Tyler Mott, and Joel Erickson-Eck. And as for the assist leaders, Kopitar leads with 11, followed by Quinn Hughes, McDavid, Stone, Kale McCarr, 9, Jake Vorchek, Nathan McKinnon, Marner, 8, Claude Giroux, Jonathan Druin, seven each. And then as for goalies, Anton Hudobin leads in goals against average with a 0.99 and playing really strong, followed by David's boy, or former boy, the flower, mm-hmm. Marc-Andre Fleury with one. Peter Morozik, 
Yaroslav Halak, Semyon Varlamov round out the top five. In save percentage, Hudobin leads with a .958, followed by Morozik, Flurry, Mackenzie Blackwood, and John Gibson. Quick little shout-out to, to John Gibson of the Anaheim Ducks. He actually had a Kobe Bryant mask earlier this week as tribute to the Mamba as we were reached the one-year anniversary of his passing. Mm-hmm. So, class act by Mr. Gibson there. Right. And then as for shutouts. Semyon Varlamov, Peter Morozik, Gibson, and Phil Grubauer with two each mm-hmm. to lead the way mm-hmm. in that department. We'll take a look at the standings in the Scotiabank North Division. The Scotiabank North Division? Yes. Okay. The, the, the divisions now have corporate sponsorship. I was about to say, that doesn't. Is that just to get extra money? Well, you got to do what you got to do because you you're not getting any ticket revenue. But as most leagues go by their cable revenue, ticket revenue kind of helps a little bit with the teams, but it doesn't not as much anymore. Concession revenue kind of helps with more of the arena, but okay. And and then plus you already have the naming on the building as well. Hmm. Yeah, but I guess it's just the divisions are getting sponsored. So the Scotia okay. Bank, it's all that's all the Canadian teams because Scotia Bank is Obviously. Canadian. Isn't the Scotia Bank also where the Toronto Maple Leafs play at? Scotia Bank, yeah, Scotia Bank Arena. Right, because it used to be Air Canada Center. Yeah, it's also where the Raptors play. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, they're not playing there now, right? Because they're out of the. I forgot about that. The Toronto's not playing there because of the restrictions. Yeah, so. The Leafs actually lead that division with 14 points, followed by the Montreal Canadiens with 12. Winnipeg Jets and Vancouver Canucks tied for third with 10 each, rounded out by the Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, and the Ottawa Senators, who have three points on the season that are the worst. Fun fact, I actually did a little betting on the Vancouver-Ottawa game the other night. I had Mm -hmm. Vancouver minus one and a half. Mm -hmm. They won by blah, so... Want a little bit of cash there? Oh, you doing that online betting, huh? You oh, Michiganders, because yeah. you know I was the the, the the high the dental hygienist, genist, Brittany. She was telling me she was getting on that. She put a couple bets on the Pistons game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just been doing some small wagers on BetMGM. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some, there's some I've hit on, others not so much. But it's not like I'm blowing a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, over in the Mass Mutual East division, mm-hmm. Washington Capitals leading the way there with 13 points. The Boston Bruins and Philadelphia Flyers tied for second with 11, followed by David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins with nine points, Buffalo with eight, New Jersey seven, and then both New York teams, mm-hmm. the Islanders with six. Rangers with five. Also, Alexi Lafreniere, who was the top pick of the New York Rangers, finally got his first goal the other night, and it was an OT winner. Mm-hmm. So, okay. nice. hats off to him. Mm-hmm. Over in the Honda West Division, the Vegas Golden Knights still leading the way with 11 points. Colorado and Minnesota tied with 10, followed by St. Louis with 9, LA Kings, Anaheim Ducks, Arizona Coyotes, and San Jose Sharks. And in the Central Division... The Columbus Blue Jackets leading the way with 11 points. What's the name of that division? The Discover Central Division. Like, Discover. I know know this. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. uh, I know it takes a little bit to get used to, but, yeah. If you got... if as long if you got do, do the jerseys have sponsors on them? Like the NBA has gone to that. So uh, the jerseys, I don't believe do. The helmets actually have sponsor decals on them. Okay. okay. Well, 
And, I mean, some some of them are... Some of them might stick out a little bit. Like, the Pittsburgh Penguins will have PPG paints and mm-hmm. that... I mean, yeah. that's not so... they play subtle. in PPG Arena. Well, yeah. The, or the paint can, as I have referred to it right. many a time on this show. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, I, the issue I take with it is they need to have that blend in a little bit more subtly. I mean, if you... Have, I mean, if, because the, lo- the logo is blue... But the the penguins helmets are either white or black. I mean, look, if you're gonna go, I would say just kind of make it either go have it just the white lettering on on the black helmets and then black lettering on the white helmets. Mm-hmm. Don't have that full blue on there. I mean, unless you're going with a blue helmet, right? Because the Red Wings have a like this a UVM or some something. I forget what I forget who it is, but at least it's it kind of it's subtle. Mm. Yeah, I mean, as long as, long as it looks subtle, subtle like seeing C- CCM, right? Yeah, that's all. That's all. I, that's all. That's all it is. I mean, I don't have an issue with mm-hmm. sponsors being on helmets, just as long as it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back in the Central Division, and in second place, tie between the Dallas Stars, who are unbeaten still. Is that David? No. Okay. And then the Nashville Predators also have eight points. Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning and Derek's Blackhawks tied with seven points each. The Carolina Hurricanes with six points, followed by the Detroit Red Wings with five. Red Wings have dropped their last four games. We'll be playing the Florida Panthers tonight. And my biggest thing with the Red Wings now is there just seemingly isn't much of an effort on the ice. And it really leads to a lot of speculation as to whether Jeff Blaschel is going to continue being the head coach or not. Some are saying it's time to pull the plug. I'm definitely in that camp because, look, I know this team is short on talent. I get that. But at what point do you realize, hey, there's an upgrade over last year, here's team, and they're still not getting the job done. And you can see it in the collective effort. I mean, it's something that we as coaches preach to our basketball players. Control your effort and attitude. And if you're not putting forth the effort, you're going to get blown out. And that, unfortunately, is happening in Detroit. And I think it's only a matter of time before Steve Eisenman eventually says, enough's enough, we got to make a switch. Switch from what? At the head coaching position. Who's the head coaching? Jeff Blaschel. I saw Jordan Strike had kind of made a comment, I think, on his Twitter, I think, about that, how the Red Wings are a very frustrating team. Well, I I'm, I know there's people out there that are saying, well, they don't have any talent. Well, Look, you need talent. <laughs> uh, I'm, not dis- I'm not disputing that. However, this roster is a, has been upgraded over last year's. and It does take I- time, Frank. I know, but when it's consist when you're consistently getting blown out and there appears that there's no structure at all, there's there also appears to be a lack of effort, and that reflects on coaching. So you're saying he's lost the team? Yeah, I do. Now is this a young young? Because remember, in the pros, if you're young, it takes a while to get used to playing the pro game. People, basketball, football. Baseball. Well, I don't know about baseball. I, I can't really speak on that, but I know basketball, football, and hockey. It's a, the pro game is a lot different. You're playing with them grown men that know the tricks of the trade. So when you get the young pups in there, yeah, they got that young natural equi- uh, um, natural talent. But it's it's a lot different when you're playing against grown men that've been in the pros for a while. So it's gonna have to take some time. 
to be a professional. But I would say a majority of this roster has been in the NHL for at least five seasons. At least. Five years and less. Well, five years minimum. Minimum. Okay. I'd say there's probably only a couple of guys who haven't, who don't meet that criteria, but... But I mean, like I said, or so are they talented? They could be just ass again. I mean, you, you have, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But you're saying eventually, what is their record right now? Two, five, and one. Where are they at? And what division? Last place in the Central Division. Well, the the sponsor's name. Discover Central Division. Discover the Central. Blackhawks in that division too. Yes, and they're currently tied for fourth. How many people are in the division? There's eight teams in the division. And the Red Wings are last? Yes. Didn't the Blackhawks get their first win against the Red Wings? Yes, they did. <laughs> and then they proceeded to blow them out on Sunday. The Red Wings did? Yeah, the Blackhawks did. Ooh. Yeah, it might be time for... Blashill's been there for a minute. He was there before Eisenman, right? Yes. And he was a Ken Holland hire. Yeah. ruh Exactly. And now people are saying, oh, well... There were some that say just promote Dan Bilesma to head coach. I mean, Bilesma's been a head coach before. But an interesting thing that was pointed out to out on Twitter via Prashant Thayer of The Athletic, mm-hmm. the Red Wings' power play has been a disaster. Mm-hmm. And I, I can recall the times when it was Pat Furchweiler who was in charge of running it where I thought it was horrible. And now that Biles has been in charge of running it, it is just downright vomit stuffed in a rotten fish cooked in a microwave. <laughs> Where'd you? Uh, it's vomit stuck in a rotten fish cooked in a microwave. I've used that line on this show. No, before. you didn't stick the microwave part. You just said the vomit stuck in a, a fit in a fish. Vomit stuffed in a rotten fish, fish cooked in a microwave. You never used cooked in a microwave. I, I, I for real. swear I have. No, you just said vomit stuck in yeah. a rotten fish. Because now, if I got rotten fish and vomit, I'm sure it's hell not putting it in my microwave. You know how bad it smells to burn up bacon. You can. That's a hard smell to get rid well, of. Well, also microwaving fish is is disgusting as well. Well, raw fish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not 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 the, like not, your not like your your gourd fish, fish sticks. sticks. Right? No, fish sticks or sometimes if you got to reheat some of that McDonald's special. Yeah. So that's a look at the standings, mm-hmm. and that'll pretty much do it for my power play on this Saturday, the thirtieth day of January. Hold on a minute. We do have some news. <laughs> I said this last week that members of the Washington Capitals were out of the COVID protocol list because mm-hmm. they were gathered mm-hmm. in their team in a hotel room. Same team. They didn't have it. They didn't have any any side chicks. They weren't going to. <laughs> Why has got to be some side chicks? The, they were. Why has got to be side chicks? The, 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 the chicks are the ones that got them. The COVID, right? No. Blame it on the chicks. They they didn't have COVID. They were just in protocol. Mm-hmm. But, of course... There's so another thing with Michigan. You see in the pro sports doing it. I understand it's pro sports, but common sense takes over. But go ahead. They were in protocol. And you know, they, actually, hate to cut you off, the, the, the seem like the Washington Wizards are having a problem, too, with the COVID as well. So maybe it's a Washington thing. I don't know if Alex Ovechkin has been hanging around Russell Westbrook. You never know. This, or Bradley Beal. AKA, it's the district. So, I mean, they're pro athletes. Every pro athlete knows each other. They can relate to each other. And, I mean, and Ovechkin's a cool guy. So, and I do believe he likes basketball. So, I mean, you know, you, you're both pro athletes going through a pandemic, and you both were in bubbles. 
So they're probably understandable, but yeah, go ahead. The, the Washington the Wizards and the Capitals have been having some issues with the COVID. So here's the news. Alex Ovechkin and Dmitry Orlov have been cleared to return, and they will likely end up playing today against the Bruins. Mm-hmm. This is what Peter Laviolette said to NHL.com's Tom Galuti. Mm-hmm. He, and then Evgeny Kuznetsov and netminder Ilya Samsonov. They've been in quarantine since January 20th, and they still remain in. I, as to why that's the case, who knows. Mm-hmm. But at least two of them are going to be back. And also, it's going to be a reunion of Zdeno Chara, who's now in the Capitals, playing against his old team in the Boston. Boston. He's a six foot eight defenseman, right? Six foot nine. Nine. I thought he was eight. He was. He's six nine. Mm. On skates, he looks like he's almost damn near seven feet tall. Could he? Can you skate? Not to save my life. When you do all this sports radio and sports talk, and you have cinder blocks for feet, you can run some track, can't dunk, and you can't skate. I have tried skating. What about rollerblading? I haven't done that since I was in Jesus. But you can do it, though. That was a long time ago and a lot of of cocktails and drinks ago. You had to rollerblade? You had to get some cocktails in No, you? no, 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 no. It's uh, just... But if you were on skates, then would that make you about 6'7", six, 6'8"? Six, yeah, somewhat. Okay. All right. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering if you, can you can you handle can you handle the puck with the stick or no? <laughs> How's your puck handling? Couldn't even tell you. Okay. All right. Well, um, I didn't notice though. I looked it up. Who was the, the two Red Wings got in the limo accident? That oh, that was in ninety uh, seven. That yeah. was uh, uh, Vladimir Konstantinov and uh, let's see, there was the. The uh, team masseuse, uh, uh, Sergei Manatsakhanov, mm-hmm. was a masseuse. And then also, a Sla- I believe, uh, uh, Slava Fatisov was also in the limo, but he suffered minor injuries. Mm-hmm. Fatisov got out of that, right? And yeah. he kept on having a career. Yeah. Konstantinov ended up in a wheelchair. Yeah. But he was a big dude, though. Yeah, he was. Well. I mean, I just looked at, but they all age. Like, they really party hard. Like, Darren McCarty, all those guys, like, they look old. <laughs> yeah. And they're only in their early 50s, about, so around there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Mac parties as much anymore, because he, I think he's got, he's actually cleaned up his act a lot. Right. Wasn't he on Zach's show? Yes, he, he was. was. That's what I thought. But I know he was on, like, um, what was that one show? Detroit Pawn or something like that? Was it Pawn? Not Pawn Stars, but there was a Detroit version of it on True TV, and he was coming in. I think yeah. he was pawning off some of his NHL stuff because he, you know, he had hit rock bottom times. But, but to see some of the some of the Red Wings from past champ, you know, the, you, I was just like, what happened to some of these old Red Wings? And some of them look old as hell. And Konstantinov, I mean, he almost looks like Gorbachev. You know, I mean, he is. Woo! He must have been hitting too much of that vodka. I don't think he was doing that. It's just well, he. He, cause he almost he almost died as a result of that accident. Yeah, he did. I know, but he, he came around a little bit. But he, but he looks old. I mean, he went bald. Like he had a full head of hair as a player. Yeah, big guy. I mean, I didn't know he was a big. I thought he was a little guy. You know what I'm saying? No, but no he's a big guy. And uh, Fest Patisov, he kind of looks a little older too. Yeah, he would. Yeah, I think he would have been the oldest. Uh, I think it was either him or Igor Larionov was the oldest of the Russian Five. Ah, okay. Was Konstantinov part of the Russian Five? Yes. Okay. Because it was... Sergei's the youngest. Uh, no, that would be uh, Slava Kozlov. Okay, where's Sergei at? Sir... 
But uh, Sergey, he ended up his career ended around oh nine ten. Yeah. So he's not that old. Uh, he's in, I think he's in his fifties. He he was off. Yeah he he was dra- he was drafted in he was drafted in eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he was hit, real young, wasn't he? Yeah. Him and Con- him and Konstantinov were drafted in the eighty nine draft. Mm-hmm. And then Slava Kozlov was drafted in nineteen ninety. Okay. He Fatisov was. You bro- are right. He is fifty one. Yeah. Slava Slava Fatisov was bro- brought in via trade. Mm-hmm. Paid prior to the '95 season, the '94-'95 season. Look at this—he was a 74th pick overall pick in '89 from the Red Wings. Yeah, he was picked in the fourth round, and he was that. They said he was a hell of a hockey player. Like he was well, amazing to watch. Well, because well, at that time, time drafting Russian players was something that you didn't do. You didn't do. Wow. I mean, look, I mean, I've, I've saw this enough from watching the documentary on the Russian Five, which I. I was you like, always recommend. Yeah, I do. You know, and I believe it was Jim Devlano who was the GM at the time. He said mm-hmm. he gets to the fourth round. He's like, okay, who who are we going to get here? Who's from North America? And they say, okay, we're going to take Sergey Fedorov. Vladimir uh, Konstantinov is fifty three. Yeah, he was, t- and he was taken in the eleventh round of the draft of eighty nine. Yeah, I mean, I think if you would have done a redraft. A lot, a, a lot, lot of redraft. I mean that that '89 draft class that the Red Wings got was pro- is considered probably one of the best draft classes in all of sports. Steve Eiserman is 55. Yeah, and also another guy who the Wings got in that '89 draft was Nick Lidstrom. Who did the Red Wings also drafted Nick Lidstrom in the '89 draft? Okay, who so, was basically like the best the best defenseman to ever play for the franchise and one of the best in the NHL. I'm trying to figure how do they how do they do that. Like, how did they? Igor now Fatisov is sixty two. He's older than my dad. Yeah, he was. He's six one too. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was. I think he was probably been the first one of the first ones to retire mm-hmm. there because he played in ninety seven and then in ninety eight, and then Igor Larionov <laughs> was brought in prior to the. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was nineties. It was ninety. I think it was ninety five ninety six. They. Traded it. They got him via trade from the Sharks. Wow, Igor Larionov. Or... Yeah, Igor Larionov. Larionov. He, he's sixty years old. Yeah. Well, I mean, I the, I kind of compared the Larionov trade to kind of how the Toronto Raptors made the trade for Kawhi Leonard. Mm, I mean, okay. It was basically getting Larionov kind of put them over the top. Okay. Because that was a Nicholas Lindstrom is fifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, he that kind of was what put them over the top and was hop into being a con, and being a true bonafide cup contender and mm-hmm. eventually winning it all. Oh, and they they said about Larionov was that he was probably the smart one of the smartest to ever play the game. Wow, Kozlov I mean, he thought, is, he thought, is only forty eight. Yeah, he he was the youngest of the five. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, in the Russian side, Darren McCarty said he was the most miserable mf'er on the planet. He was Kozlov. <laughs> yeah, why say that? Uh, he, I I really don't know. He just I mean I when when he, they when he talks the movie, he all he only talks in Russian. Really? Yeah, and he <laughs> he lo- and he basically looks like he's grumpy. <laughs> well, maybe maybe so. Maybe he he is grumpy. I don't know. <laughs> 
But yeah, I looked that up and I thought to myself, like, man, these guys are looking. But I didn't realize they were that old. I mean, it's so long. Well, then again, though, 1997, that's 23 years, 24 years ago. Yeah. All that happened. So, but yeah, those were great times for you Red Wings fans back then, by the way. And now you deal with gruel. And I know it probably hurts. I mean, when's the last time you made the playoffs? You had a streak of, what, 19, 20-some years? It was 25 straight years. years. And you've probably missed the last six. Well, yeah. Well, the last made it was 2016, and then nothing since then. And I know it's been a regime change, and there's a lot more that's going to have to happen. So I'm going to just say what I say to all my Red Wings brethren. Trust the Iser plan. But it's not looking good right now, though, Frank. Steve's mm-hmm. only It's only year two of the Iser play. Okay. Right. I mean, it's basically the point where you got to take it down, strip it down to the sticks, and then build it back up. Strip it down to the, the metal, primer it, then put a new coat on there. New coat of paint. <laughs> yeah, if you want to put it that way. Right. So, done with the, the power play here. Frank, once again, talked a little bit of Russian 5 and stuff like that. And also... Um, uh, what else did we talk about? You talked about what was going on in the NHL, and uh, now we'll move on to football championship weekend. Yep. Have some opinions on that. Also, we talk a little bit about Dan Campbell, and possibly it might not be a laughable hire after all. Well, given some of the people that the Lions have brought into the organization. Yeah, it, it, we'll talk about that because it, it, you're right. You are totally right. You you really uh, changed my mind on it because I just thought it was a laugher of a hire. So well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. You listen to 88.3 WHUTs. After further review, we've got Frank's power play on. And you can also listen to us when we updated you about Michigan High School winter sports on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes podcast if you have an iPhone and uh, give us a listen. We're always a posted on AFR Sports Show, the Twitter, and after further review, Sports Show on Facebook has the actual live show. When we return, Championship Weekend, you said it was a fallout. Talk about Dan Campbell of your Detroit Kittens. Yeah, just some reaction to the AFC and NFC Championship games and. Possibly what could end up happening in the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is a week away. Can you believe it? And it's been one year since Kobe passed away, which is crazy. Actually, isn't the Pro Bowl this weekend? Are they, are they having a Pro Bowl? They just named names. I think they're I think it's I don't really know how they're doing. it. It's not going to be like a, an actual game. Right. It might. I think they're just going to kind of like do a name team and then uh Everybody just play Madden or something like oh, that. I, I don't know. It, okay. not, I'm not really worried about it. Neither am I. I never really watched the Pro Bowl. But when Kobe passed away, the Pro Bowl was going on, actually. And it was I, I think it was also out there in L.A., I believe. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was in L.A. It would have been, I think it would have been in uh, Orlando. Oh, it was in Orlando. Okay. Yeah, because they, they used to do it in Hawaii. In Hawaii for a while, and then they did it in Miami. Well, now they moved, they moved it to uh, Orlando because uh, the stadium in Hawaii is janky. Well, it's old. Yeah. <laughs> it's real old. Take a quick commercial break. We'll be back after this.